Yes. Yes, yes, yes. It's episode 470 of the IGN UK podcast. We're not meant to say the numbers. I don't know why I said the number, but I bloody have, Joe. Uh, How are you, Joe? Joe's here. I am. Hello. I'm very well indeed. Thank you. I've uh, just written news stories, and now I'm in here. That's my day. (laughs) That's your day. (laughs) That's my old day. What have you been doing today, Alex? I've been sitting here wondering why the hell we decided to let you host the podcast <laughs> with that kind of introduction. Oh, he's, he's, it's his little catchphrase now saying is yes, 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 is yes. Is that the best you can come up with? He did it last week yes. and he's doing it again. Yes, it yes, is. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it's better than saying no. That's what I've been well, that's That is fair. Well, it depends what situation is. That is very true. Um, sorry, just briefly. Yes. I wanted. <laughs> that's good. Mm. Uh, I just wanted to say, you need to come up with a better way of summarising last week's uh, quiz, because I thought it was good, but I thought the way you introduced it, I had no idea what was going on. Well, it's fine. It's been started. chucked away. Well, it's the endless search. It, it may well return. People got good reception. It did. Which we, is actually, nice. I would like to say, up top, we've had a lot of very, A, nice emails about us. <laughs> so well done on that. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh, B, Fucking tons of quizzes. We're yeah. absolutely stacked. We have got an absolute banger this week. Like, mm. actually, it's annoyingly good because it's one of those ones where you're like, could just do this forever. Really? Well, that's um, good. I, I thought last week's was like, I, thought, I think this is brilliant. Um, and C, um, I can't remember. I had a, I had a funny, mm. funny one to say at the end, but I've forgotten it. So that's rubbish, isn't it? Good one. Yeah. Well, last week we had a good little look forward to to this year. Yeah. We didn't really cover a big old couple of weeks called. The Christmas break? Yeah, January 10th, the classic Christmas yes. look back period. <laughs> you know, it's a time when you can catch up on everything you've missed. Mm. This is my what, first week back in the yeah, office. That's exactly. Fair. It's only so, my fourth day of working within 2019. And you're mm. already sick of it. Already? <laughs> honestly, <laughs> God damn it. I'm so sorry. Um, what did you enjoy over Christmas, Joe, apart from quality time with family? Yeah, I had a lot of that. Um, I finished Red Dead. Very good. I think we're going to try... We were talking about it earlier. We don't really know how to approach it because I think a lot of people still haven't finished it because it's fucking enormous. No. But I can say that I was very happy with how it wrapped up. And I thought it was a very interesting way to do it. Mm. And I just love that game. And I I know there's a lot of backlash and I kind of... I get... I get some of it. Like, I think if you look at it from a purely, like design perspective there's a lot in there that you go yeah feels quite old like yeah. it really is building on gta 5 it's yeah. not building on open world design that's happened since yeah, yeah, gta yeah. 5 which yeah. is a long time ago but just being there i miss it like i i can't i don't think i've said this on the podcast when we i moved in uh, to a new place with my girlfriend just as the game came out so i was playing it sort of two weeks later than everyone else yeah and i was so I wasn't playing it during the move, and once we got settled in, I was like, right, I'm going to start playing. And Anna doesn't really play games, mm. so she watched me play a lot of it and was consistently like, oh my God, yeah. this is insane that it looks like this. And it's, it's kind of going... so beautiful. She was like, is this what games are like? I was like, oh, I'm really sorry. <laughs> um, and then, that. but the best bit was, and I think the bit that really sums up why Red Dead works for me was she was like... One day is sort of a joke. She's just like, feels like we've moved in with Arthur as well. And you're like, yeah, shit. He's such a good character. He just feels like a man hanging around in your house. Yeah. <laughs> like he's just yeah. there having chats and being like, likable. Of all the games that came out last year, it's the one that stuck with me. Yeah, absolutely. And I keep thinking about it. It was my um, vote for game of the year. Yeah, same. I absolutely I'm not telling it. you what mine is. I'm just oh. keep a secret. Really? Okay. You're one of those people who won't tell people how they well, voted. Well, no, do you know, I didn't vote for it, but now I wish I had. Yeah. Because I hadn't finished it when I voted for it, but now I've finished it and gone away, and I keep thinking about it way more than any other game. Yeah. I have been seriously. I'm in that that time you have where no game is sticking with me at the moment. Like I've been yeah. trying a few, and yeah. nothing's really clicked. I've been seriously thinking about playing it again already. Just go back again. I loved it that much. I, I, but it's so long that I bet there would be bits you're like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Mm. Like oh. it's yeah. and it does. It, it may not make gameplay decisions that are hugely groundbreaking yeah. I think it makes narrative decisions absolutely that really a lot of people wouldn't have the balls or the rock stariness yeah. to do and that's what's special about it to yeah, me. Yeah. Every I think it's fantastic char- like they have 30 characters more memorable than any game yes. has of one normally than any game <laughs> any, well, you game. Know, any game can make one stick yeah, that well fair. you'd be happy but like, and it is too flabby that was ultimately my takeaway it's just like I reckon you could have trimmed 
a third of those missions off. I think because- chapter, chapter six, when you when you feel like you're in the end game and it's the longest chapter in yeah. the game, you're like, mm. oh my God. Then what- again, I kind of slightly share those sentiments, but I'd also play another hundred hours of it. So but that's the weird, I think it's it being gone mm. makes yeah. you wish there yeah, was yeah, more. Yeah. yeah. Um, Did you like the crazy chapter? Uh, yes. Did you? Yeah, I could, and I again, I see why people don't. Yeah, but I at that point, that was when I'd done so many side missions that I was like, right, I'm just doing the story for like two right. chapters. Yep, yep, and yep. that really, once it was in that mindset, it was like, oh shit, things. This is weird. Yeah. I think in that short but slightly offset chapter, the gameplay isn't that interesting, but there's a mm. lot of really interesting character stuff that happens. Yeah, in that, it's only a few missions long. Isn't That's it? when but, things really. Start heating up, yeah, yeah, and I think, yeah, I love that story so much. And I was so excited for Red Dead Online, I played it for a day and a half, and then I realized the thing I love about this game is the characters, yeah, Yeah, exactly. And having a voiceless protagonist felt so hollow to me, yeah, Yeah, it's it's I did not feel in that world at all, no, it's a shame. Um, hopefully, you know, they're still obviously it's a beta, so yeah, I think once they really build on something to do as a gang, Mm. it's going to be really interesting. Although, I had forgotten, like. Oh my god, the grind in GTA Online yeah, yeah. and Red Dead Online. Yeah. Just the feeling of being like, I know I'm behind yeah. 10 hours of work to do what I want. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. god. And the feeling when everyone online ha- is basically just locking on anyway, there's not a lot of skill no, to it. No, the, the, the gun- they need to turn off auto-aim on the gunplay. I think so. It's yeah. mad. Yeah, Because um, that's it, you, you end up in a firefight where it's a 50-50. Mm-hmm. You kill them, they respawn literally 20 metres from where you are, they kill you, and yeah. so it goes. It can yeah. be a painful hour or so. In that and it's not like in GCA where you, oh, sod it, I'll just get in a car and drive off really quickly and get away from them. It's like, oh yeah, you're where's stuck my there. goddamn horse? And yeah. it's like, oh yeah. I got stuck, it's really weird. Um, I've been re not re-watching, I've been watching Preacher um, this week, and the characters who are angels in Preacher have this weird thing where if they're killed, if their human bodies are yep. killed, they essentially respawn. Like yep. there's a flash of light and they appear in another room. I've seen season one. And I basically yeah. had that happen to me in Red Dead Online. I got caught in a firefight where my guy kept dying and appearing near his own body. And the body stays. So oh, it's really? this mad thing we where you're watching that, your own yeah. dead body as you're getting killed again. Oh my God. We had that briefly. We played online for one lunch together and I put my own dead body on the back of my horse. That was really funny. And was carrying myself around. That was a very long game though. I Over Christmas, I, I caught up on a few like smaller games mm-hmm. that I hadn't played. Mainly PC because I don't do a lot on my... I used to play a lot on my PC. A lot of point and click games, but I haven't done recently. So I went back and I've done Oberdin, which yes, you love so much. My favourite. Oberdin. It very um, nearly became my game of the year. I had yeah. proper deliberations about that. I very much enjoyed it. I don't. I didn't love it. I think as much as you did, yeah. but I still really enjoyed it for a good what, five, six hours. I played it. Bloody hard at times. Yeah, it is. But, it's yeah. obtuse. Almost to the point of being too obtuse for me. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I, I, I love just it. being like. I have to solve this mystery. Like yeah. there's something so pleasurable about being like I'm the only person who can do it. No, yeah. <laughs> I did. I did really like that, and I also went back and played Stories Untold yes. just because I'm so interested in observation. I felt it's only right to go back and mm. see. You're what's so come interested in observation. The, that sounds like the sort of thing you'd put on a personal <laughs> statement on a CV. So, I'm interested ob- in observation on some sort of dark Tinder. <laughs> very obs- you have to be a very observational person, isn't there? To you have to notice flash frames and all sorts. You do. So, I'm always. Uh, a, let's take a brief moment to talk about flash frames. How do people see them? I don't get it because occasionally you or Dale just like flash frame. Huh? It's like you them. watch things better than me. What is I a don't flash frame? It. Just when there's like a frame of another shot that shouldn't be there it's just one frame ah. so you'll see like shots. it's essentially like if there was or subliminal lab, advertising lab but it was right. like just something that was completely wrong you can just right. tell something that's wrong it's easier when you can go frame by frame isn't it yeah but well, sometimes, yes. yeah. But sometimes, <laughs> you're, sometimes you're watching like official stuff and you'll notice a flash frame and i'm just like huh it's really yeah. impressive well Thank done you. Anyway, carry trained on. eyes i was gonna say maybe the the refresh rate of your eyes is fast now we're, we're operating on pal 50 hertz <laughs> yes you're on uh 60 maybe, <laughs> maybe I am. Maybe I'm a, a PS4 Pro. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I talking about? <laughs> Stories Untold. Yeah. Really enjoyed that as well. Yeah. Um, I thought it dipped a bit in the middle for me. Yeah. It's, but it, I loved the payoff at the end. It's because it's four separate stories. Mm. There is that feeling of like, if you if one doesn't resonate, you're a bit like, for me, well, it was the third bit. story, the one where you're on the outpost and you have to do like the Morse yeah. code of the radio signals. Mm-hmm. That one was a bit. 
little tiny bit tedious for me. A few too many switches from looking at one screen <laughs> yeah. to the other screen. But it was worth it because the payoff, I'm obviously not going to spoil it, the payoff at the end of all the yeah. everything coming together is very good. It's I think it's very, very good story. deft. And in the end, you know, they lied. Very stories were told. Oh, so, nice. There you, go. there you go. No longer untold. What did you get up to, Al? I didn't play any games. Really? Well, Paw I Patrol tried to. No, it's not even out. Otherwise, that would really? be my second play. <laughs> no. Uh, I tried a bit of Hitman. Didn't click. Tried a bit of Battlefield Five. Exactly what happened <laughs> with me with both of those. Yeah. So, but I did catch up on some films. Oh, like, yeah. Obviously, because it's Christmas. I wanted to watch a film with mm-hmm. a man with a big beard and some snow. So I saw The Revenant for the first time. Lovely. <laughs> which is a nice Christmassy film. I love that film. It is a beautifully shot film. Oh, I've still yes. never seen it. Have you not? No. It's on iPlayer at the moment. For the it's next 20 it? days. It's very festive. It seems like hard work. That's the, it's it one of those films work. where I, it's like um, it took me about two months to watch Green Room because I was like, I know, yes, I've watched yeah. Blue Ruin and I know Green Room's worse. Yeah. It's like, I don't know when I have the mental capacity to deal with just unending problems. I don't know, it's not that hard. Is it not? I, I thought... From my memory. Well, there were moments in it that are, like I properly recoiled and yeah. thought, oh my God, obviously the bear attack people <laughs> I've talk been, about yeah. all the time. I've been wanting to watch it again recently. But there's there's lots. There's lots of red deadness in it. Okay. There, there really is, yeah. Ah. Um, and so it's worth watching for that. But mm. going back to Green Room, I watched that on my morning commute once. <laughs> Oh my God, that Jesus. is not a film for that, to set you up for the day. That's it, I'm watching Preacher on my commute, and there's stuff in there that yeah. you're just like, I hope no one even has a portion of the screen yes. in their eyeline. It's just disgusting. Yeah, so um, so that was a good film. Mm. Mary Poppins Returns. Oh yeah. What a delight that film is. Really? It's, oh, yeah, honestly, seen. like it encapsulates all of the fun and uh, frivolity, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Go now. for it. Of, of, of the original. Like, you said that the the songs well, weren't I've, that great I, have, I think that's, that's horseshit I, I think they're I brilliant I haven't seen it yet I've just heard people say yeah it doesn't have the same level of songs as the original did but that's because that's a film that's been around and celebrated yeah, for what 50, 60 yeah. years or whatever so it's not going to be ingrained in the, the mind like that but I thought they were instantly as catchy very similar in terms of theme and then I saw the original afterwards mm. and the way it um, adheres to what was set up back then even though it's all that time difference it's, it's Honestly, it's a brilliant I film. do love that they went for the sequel rather than just the remake. Yeah. And I do appreciate and that. And at the balls not to try and make Mary Poppins just like exactly the same. Because no. yeah. you'd be just put off by it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and and I think they've done a brilliant job, or she's done a brilliant job, of bringing that character and making it kind of relatable now. Whereas, again, mm. the first time around, she's just like, it's is it very Is it different. set now? Yeah. Uh, no, it's no, it's set probably. Those Victorian kids have grown up so exactly. Like so, the 20s. So, oh, of so, course, so it's, it's like twenty or thirty years right. after the original. Gotcha. Um, but and honestly, if you've not seen it, that is, it may even be my film of last year. Wow, I know. Fair play. And then Bohemian Rhapsody, which oh yeah, uh, I still need. I do see that. Seeing it it's now a multi Golden Globe winner. I know. Yeah, he is phenomenal in it. Is he? Um, and. It finishes. Uh, well, it finishes with some lines. I've, I've heard. Well, I've I didn't know that. Oh, okay, yeah. fair enough. But like, you wouldn't. You literally. There were no point that I think that's not Freddie Mercury, and mm. I just think for that. Well, apart from the fact he's dead. <laughs> um, but I thought it was staggering, and all, all three films. I do want to see. It seems. Um, like a good plane film. I've got a couple of flights yeah. coming and I'm hoping it's on one of those. I don't I do know, wanna... though. Like, it feels a shame to sort of just watch that whole finale on a tiny screen. You say that, but I also, on my last flight, watched the whole hour of Queen live at Wembley, so I did the real thing. He's into it. <laughs> do you like Queen? I, yeah. I Me love too. Wa- I love watching Queen on the plane. <laughs> it's my that's, thing. That's very <laughs> nowhere else. Only on the Gets plane. Going. I'm a keen fan of observation and Queen on the plane. It's your, it's my you little on bio. Fet life. Update my Twitter bio. <laughs> queen on the plane and observation. Bloody hell. Uh, um, I, I'm going to do some rapid fire games I played as well. Go for it. I played. Well, I've played 25 hours of Persona, which has surprised me when five? I looked at it. Uh, Persona 5, um, at, because you've been talking about it forever, mm-hmm. and then at the Prestige podcast, our friend Timor just mm-hmm. turned up with a boxed copy and went, play it now. Wow. <laughs> just gave it to me. So I was like, okay. You're about um, a quarter of the way through them. Am I really? It took me, I think, 96 hours. Oh, my God. It's a big one. Um, I'm growing to like it more and more. Yeah. Like I st- It starts very slow, as you warned. Yeah. 
uh, and I think the combat doesn't get really interesting for a while, which mm-hmm. I think for a JRPG, especially a kind of Pokemon-ish. Yeah. If, if you're gonna to, to the uninitiated, it's Pokemon-ish in as much as you're collecting like mad yeah. sort of and spirits. It's element based, and it's element based. So there's a lot of that, but. The, the kind of core concept of it is that you're really looking for ways not to fight. Yeah. So you're trying to weaken people to the point where you can talk them out of fighting with you. Yeah. Which is really interesting, except what it amounts to for a long time, like maybe 15 hours or 20 hours, is I'm going into fights to do one move, talk to them and make them go away. And that is it. Yeah. And you're like, so it's just, the mechanic is don't play with our game, which yeah. is very strange. But the walk being a, uh, high schooler in Tokyo and walking around and doing stuff yeah. especially in places like I actually recognise yeah. like I've been to some of those places especially as it incredible. opens up and you get more and more places to go more options exactly. more people to meet I've more. just got Harajuku which is a place like I really fondly remember walking around yeah. when I was alone in Tokyo and now I'm going to be alone in Tokyo walking around Harajuku again it's it. like that's actually exciting I'm looking yeah. forward because I've not been to Tokyo before having that opposite experience of being like I recognise yeah. this street it might not look like it yeah but, you know. I had that with um, Yakuza in Osaka because oh, okay. it very closely uh, mirrors an area oh, I'm going to get it wrong I think it's Dotonbori in Yakuza Zero. yeah we walked past it you put yeah. it out and there's like a bridge where in Yakuza as you do you learn breakdance fighting <laughs> and I walked over that bridge and I was like this is weird. <laughs> no one was didn't. No, no one was doing it around me either. It's bullshit. So you could have started the trend. Uh, what else have, have you played? Would have happened. I played a game called Membrane, which is a really weird. It was 89p over Christmas on Switch, and it is a platform like a physics puzzle platformer, where the conceit is you are, I think you are the electric signal passing from the head of a guy to the guy's arm to slap a fly. Right. So and you're just working your way through like weird neurons, right? Okay. But it's just like a stupid puzzle. Like it's quite funny and weird and gross. Like there's big like noses and eyes in the background because you're inside his head. Yeah. But you the the idea is like you see at the start you're in the brain yeah. and all the and worlds down the body right. like Super Mario style right. are different bits of his body. It's very strange. Eighty nine p. You can't go wrong That's with eighty nine p. And also, I had enough Nintendo gold points that actually it was free. Um, which was I really love good. those gold points because yeah. yeah, every time you buy something, you get like a quid. Basically. Yeah, and I got Crypt to the Necro Dancer free as well, which is apparently very good. I've played a little bit, and I don't like it so far. Oh, it's no. like a, a dungeon crawling um, sort of adventure game where you have to play to the beat of the music. Right. Mm. So, and apart from anything else, I. Generally, listen to podcasts when I play games, so right. I don't know why I bought it in the first place. Um, yeah. But I hear it gets very good. Yeah. Over Christmas, I similar following on from Mary Poppins. I had a musical filled time. There was one day, might have even been, I can't remember, it have been Boxing Day or the day after. I watched three musicals in a row in a day. There you go, fabulous. I was really? having a great time. I watched, um, what did I watch? I've forgotten which order I watched them in there. I watched West Side Story. Yeah. Which is a like two and a half hour film. Never, I've never seen West Side Story. All I know Fantastic. about it is people do this. Yeah, that's the first ten minutes of the film. That's they just I'd, click. Yeah. Oh, it's so good though. And then Mambo. Mambo is an absolute banger. Oh, I thought that was another musical. Uh, no, no. Featuring Lou Fantastic <laughs> dance <laughs> sequence in West Side Story. Uh. Um, then I watched Chicago, which I have seen before as well and love that it's film. good fun. And The Greatest Showman as well. Do which, you like that? I watched it the first time. I enjoyed it. Catchy songs. Very basic plot. Not a lot to it, but this, you know, it's it's fun to have while you're playing some Football Manager or something. The amount of songs chat, in the background. I know we're about to segue into Football Manager. The um, the amount of chat about the Greatest Showman I heard in December was really weird. Like yeah. suddenly everyone had seen it and had an opinion, and it was mm. either I really like it or it's absolute shite. And I have no idea I where I stand. It's not shite. The songs are catchy. At, at least you could have a decent time I think the soundtrack has been in the top five for the whole of last year yeah. it broke Adele's record which yeah. is insane it's so weird it's mental but my kids love it yeah and I've not seen the whole film all the way through I've seen like the beginning bit and then a bit later on the uh, choreography it seems good it's, yeah exactly it's so and Hugh Jackman looks great in it Dem Jackman bucks Hugh Jackman's just brilliant oh he's amazing yeah. also I watched Les Mis for about the fourth time in about <laughs> six months I'm obsessed with watching the 2012 film version of Les Mis. I, I love it. Have you seen any of the BBC one where yeah. it's just the story? I haven't yet because... There's no songs. Well, I know yeah. the story. I was thinking about reading the book until I realised it was about 1500 pages. Oh, right. It's huge. I was like, I can't, that literally take me a year at the rate. And I was watching it the other day and I was going, 
Who is that guy playing? Who's the young guy that falls in love? Can't remember his name. Oh. Anyway, that lad. Um, Ma. I was looking at him, I was like, I know him. And it turns out he's like a folk musician that I used to like at uni oh. and saw once. And I've looked him up since. He's been in fucking loads of things. He's on go. like Marius. three different Netflix. Marius. He's on like three different Netflix shows. It's really weird. I don't know when that happened. Mm. And he's Jerome Flynn's nephew, who plays Bronn in Game of there Thrones. That's weird. But yeah, I played quite a bit of Football Manager. Just a little brief update. Go on. Um, who, one you, I'm still in Coventry. Cough? I'm in the year 2028 now, so <coughs> 10 years has passed. We've won the Europa League. Have you? Congratulations. Beat, so, again, potentially Champions League as a result, so mm-hmm. that's lovely, isn't it? Beat uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach. I like the fact 2-0. that you get... Your voice gets even more monotone I to know. do this bit. I was like, come on. <laughs> I like to deliberately undersell the whole experience. Um, where am I going? Brief stint as England manager, actually. Brief? Actually, I couldn't say actually. Did you get sacked? <laughs> well, here's the story, Jack. Oh, my God. I was hired in 2026 after a disappointing World Cup campaign mm-hmm. for England and t- qualified for the European Championships. Did a decent job. Thrilling group stage. I was in a group <laughs> of Germany... Portugal and Turkey, which is not an easy group. No. Um, lost the first game to Portugal. Jesus. Drew the second with Germany, staring defeat in the face, <laughs> but then beat Turkey 5 2. Mm-hmm. And I think Portugal beat Germany to let me gain entry in second place. It was a. No one saw it coming. The odds Thank were you, highly Portugal. against me. Hey, yeah. I know. <laughs> Turkey just played a second team for some reason. Yeah. And I took advantage. Fair play. And I will do that. <laughs> That sounded awful, didn't yeah. it? Oh, my God. Um, when it comes to football, if you play a second team, I will take advantage. Let me clarify Cardi's that. Cardi's dark tinder um, But then uh, got through the next round. I can't quite recall who we played in the Euros. Sorry. Holland, I think. Did you who lose? Knows? No, got through that one. But then quarterfinals. Met Portugal again. Oh. I know. Saw them again. <laughs> Went out. 3-1 loss. Oh, you get sacked. I didn't get sacked. I resigned. <laughs> In fury. <laughs> After I was, one I thought, tournament. I thought, well, here's what happened. Uh, Harry Kane announced his international retirement. I went, well, I'm not doing it without him, am I? <laughs> oh so off I went. Fair play. And man, t- man of principles. Weird principles. One more fact. Two more facts. Did you, I don't know if you were on uh, a few weeks ago when I mentioned my hot prospect at the moment. It's called Joe Dale. No. That was his name. That's good. Uh, he's, he's, he didn't make the cut, sadly. But my new hot prospect, a youngster who has a brilliant name, Charlie Garlic. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I'm hoping he makes it. Um, I won't give it away because it's Dale's story, but Dale has a very good football manager Maybe next story week that he'll, he'll, he'll tell. Yeah, I won't. Uh, I don't think I'll be on the podcast next week. Uh, he, you definitely won't. Give, <laughs> no, I it won't. Would be, <laughs> it would be weird if you were. I can phone him. Um, but... Uh, yeah, Dale can tell all about his exploits mm. on Football Manager Mobile. It's <coughs> uh, nice, go. isn't it? What's next, Cardi? Well, people may have known recently that we've had some departures from our staff count. <laughs> what a weird way of saying Changes. that. <laughs> Changes. Changes. Yeah, so uh, we've been in the lookout, on the lookout even. Imagine if we'd had... I've had a long day. Imagine if we'd <laughs> had our two new hires sitting here in silence this Hello. entire time. <laughs> yeah, and here they are. They no. haven't been hired. But, uh, no, they haven't. Owl's been wants to give out some tips. I've been wading (laughs) Wading. through hundreds of applications. If you've applied and you listen to the podcast, thank you very much. But I have got some tips for people, perhaps not for applying for this job, because I'm hoping to find someone soon, although you've probably got a couple of days. Uh, I would say by next Monday, that's your end. This is the last chance saloon. Oh, my God. It's just clarified to me how 90% of the people who apply for jobs... (laughs) Do not use any kind of common sense whatsoever. I'm feeling really sad for the handful of people who will be listening to this and going, oh no, that's me. Well, this is a life lesson Mm -hmm. because you didn't get it right this time if you're one of these people, but hopefully you will next time. Name and shame, Alex. Name and shame. never, ever do that. (laughs) If it's any encouragement, about five years ago, that would have been me listening going, oh, I got that wrong when I applied. But then a couple of years after that, I'm here. So, number one. Follow the brief. I was quite specific in the job description in terms of what we were looking for, Mm -hmm. in terms of skill sets, but also what I wanted people to send in. 
And you would not believe how people just can't stick to that. I don't want 15 examples of your work because I don't have the time when mm. I've got to go through 500 applications. So pick out the three that you think are the very best that you can do. I even had somebody saying, like, if you get bored, look at the other examples. I'm not going to get bored, so don't say that. <laughs> if you get bored. <laughs> um, so that, number one. Secondly, just be smart about your covering letter and make it specific to the job that you're applying for. Oh, yeah. Because Cut and paste copy letter. Like, where there's letters. no reference to IGN or games or entertainment, they just saw... Oh, news in there. And so you've just got very traditional news people applying for this role. It's like, you're not right. For, I, I don't care if you've covered politics outside 10 Downing Street. That's not what we need for this. Mm. So be specific with Imagine that covering Imagine if we letter. got, like, Laura Quinsberg from the BBC. <laughs> I do, I, she you know wants what? a change. She's she, had enough. She must be bored of following <laughs> Theresa May around the country. Oh, oh my God, what a tedious standing job that on that weird green outside Parliament. Exactly. <laughs> Listening uh, to people shout about Nazis. <laughs> number. Do that well, that, I guess. <laughs> so I, I did have this as four tips, but that last one was probably tip two. This is tip three. Okay. Use your goddamn initiative. <laughs> <laughs> so if you can't, for whatever, figure out how to. Uh, again, I'm trying to be kind here, but not, not succeeding. You can't figure out how to attach your examples. Just stick it in your covering letter. Mm. Yep. Um, it's, you know, different systems. Or figure out, or, or, or ask. Like, I had loads of people go, there's no obvious space for this. Can I just check? Can I put them in my cover letter? I'm yeah. like, that's totally fine. Yeah. Everyone who's asked yeah. me, mm. I've told them, that's not a problem. Like, but, but even don't not include them. So, because I thought, okay, maybe our, our job application system isn't the smartest in the world. So, I'll, I'll be kind and I'll say, look, send your three examples, etc., in replies to this email. And even then, I'm getting questions back saying, but should I do this? It's like, oh my God, I literally cannot spend my entire life having dialogue on how... Because f- if you can't work that out, then you're probably not right for the job. If I'm you probably don't You probably don't know much about like copyright on images. No. <laughs> you need detail. Detail-oriented. Tip number four. Don't say you don't like Football Manager. No. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't going to bring that up, Simon. But, uh, I'm not saying anyone's done that. <laughs> anyway, my tip number four... That Don't wouldn't waste. actually not get you. No, no that, that's no. not. Yeah, that's oh, that's silly. Anything else. No one but Alex is looking at these. So we have no sway. I just thought it was funny. <laughs> uh, don't waste my and indeed your time. And that's if you're dreadfully unqualified for the role. I'm sorry, but I'm not going to give you a shot. Like if you don't even blog about video games or films, then. That's how it's, That's it. It's about demonstrating your uh, your ability to make what you've done relevant to us. Yeah. It's not about having paid experience. Like lots of people we've had in this office yeah. are people who had their first job, but they'd done things that were directly relevant and they made the right case for it. Yeah. Like that's what it's about. So I had lots of people going like, I've never done this for a job. Am I allowed to apply? I'm like, of course you're allowed to apply. We want you to. That's yeah. amazing. Um, and like, I don't know who we're going to hire, but there's every chance that it could be someone who's never done this before. But that's it. If you look at who we've hired in the past, like Krupa, really good example. He had no experience within the games or film industry, but was smart enough, and he spoke about it on the podcast when he, his last podcast, smart enough to be creative in his application and think about what some of the questions might he might be asked and actually did it with startling yeah. um, precision um, to the point that we predicted the test I was going to send before I did it. It's like, <laughs> oh my God, that's weird. Um, but I just think, like, you know, everyone's got a shot at this, but you've got one shot, so you've got to make it count. Yeah. What Eminem said. Excuse Something me? like that. You've got one shot. Oh, I see. And so that's my last point, is make yourself stand out. Yeah. Everybody, I promise you everybody says... I've been a fan of IGN4, and that's it. That's how every single opening uh, covering letter starts. What's wrong with that? I, I don't care. Again, <laughs> like, like everyone says that. Just, just surprise me. God knows how which I is why, this. Which <laughs> is why when uh, that guy said something about your part on the podcast, I thought, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> he stood out. He stood out. Well, I, so anyway. I think that's a very... Yeah, unusually serious but actually helpful section but of I our like, podcast but that's it I didn't I wasn't meaning to be mean it just I don't think you every mean every time I do uh, we have job applications here it staggers me that they're obviously told by someone this is how you should do it and it's like 
just uh, your CV honestly doesn't really matter. Mm. Just make your covering letter stand out and the examples of your work like spring to life. Yeah, that I is think, the thing. I think that's the problem is that you're taught, especially at school, you're taught a way to apply for things. Like yes. uni is the classic example. Exactly. And you've yeah. got to be like, get this and this and this in with this amount of space. Yeah. Be very serious and like explain yourself. Whereas what we're looking for is someone who's like creative and yep. interesting and smart and different. And I think that is hard for some people. So it is yeah. about just maybe getting out of the space of I'm applying for a job and that's an adult yeah. thing to do. So I'll do it in an adult way. But that's it. Like every single job I've applied for, the covering letter has been specific to it, but also the CV has been specific to yeah, it. Yeah, I've yeah. tailored it to like bring to light stuff that is more relevant to that role and hide other stuff. Yeah. You know, all those convictions I had when I was younger. Just not going to talk yeah. about that now. Mm. That said, we do want someone with a Duke of Edinburgh gold <laughs> award. Yeah, do we? And yeah. at least a green swimming certificate. I want to know that they've trekked and helped charitable causes. Uh, and a diamond blue Peter bag. <laughs> oh, my God. They, it, that's an instant interview as far as yeah. I'm concerned. Yeah. And if you've not included that in your CV... Instant Sorry. rejection. It also true, helps but. if you love the game Overwatch. And recently, Overwatch have collaborated with another incredible brand, Lego. Yes, mate. Yes. Last week. <laughs> What's that face? Staring. <laughs> I'm, I'm watching a master at work. <laughs> That's it. It was such a good segue. <laughs> and we're just like, Jesus Christ. He's, he's actually done something good. <laughs> yes, yes, um, yes. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> Overwatch Lego is something, when they announced that, I was very excited about. Yep. And you've got a lot of Overwatch toys on your. I desk. do. I count. I think count the other day. It was about eighteen different sizes of figure. You are a geek. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. You're an Jay. absolute geek. <laughs> um, and now we've got some Lego, which I'm very much looking forward to building. We've got the Diva and the Reinhardt. Yep. Which is probably the set I'd like the most. Two characters I like playing. Good size as well. Not mm. just a little minifig. Kind of like good build. proper models, display models, as opposed to yeah. like play sets. See, when I first got announced I thought they were the big figs mm. is that what they're called like the Hulkbuster one yeah, oh I, think I see that size. is Winston a big fig I think and so I think but the, these are the, like the Bastion's really big as well by the looks of it right but are these like these are actually you, you actually build, build them, them. Yeah, they're, they're like a statue you build yeah they're a good oh, I don't know like 20 centimetres I'd say okay I don't know why I'm showing you my two thirds of a ruler two thirds of a ruler yeah um, but yeah I'm very much looking forward to building that. I'm just hoping it opens the door to... So the sets they announced were okay, I thought, but I was just... I would... Me with Lego, I don't want to buy, like, eight little sets. I want the big one set, which is very impressive. Right, like Millennium Falcon. Yeah, like, if I could build... I don't know what a good example from Overwatch. Like, I don't know, the whole of the Hanamura Temple or something. Mm. That as a set would be incredible to me. So you'd not, have a playset as opposed to because I'm not a fan of playsets. I like display models. I like buildings. So if you went, if you if they did a UCS version of Bastion, for example, so it was like big and it like I mean, properly yeah, I'd moved. I'd be very tempted by that. Yeah. And imagine if it actually transformed from like stand up shooty Bastion to sit down to That'd tank. That would be amazing. Or like yeah, or a Torb turret or something. That would be quite good. Yeah. But I've never looked closely enough at the animation in the game to know whether Bastion is actually a, a model. That, I'm pretty yeah. sure he is. Like, yeah. You'd think they'd put that. Because there's in. the, um, you get the highlight from? intro where he does the transformation. It looks like it's pretty yeah. fluid. His tank tracks are on his back, I think, when he's standing up. Mm. Yeah. But, yeah. Mm. I just want, I'm looking forward to more. I'm happy that they're here, mm. but I want some more. The Gibraltar one is a bit odd because yeah. it's just like the end of that map the bit that's not actually a part of the map. Well, yeah. and, that's it. And, and I've not really even... Because at, at that point in the, the level, you're so determined on pushing the payload. Mm. I've not even looked to see if it, that's even kind of what it looks like. To explain for people who don't know, at the end of the Gibraltar map is just like a big space shuttle. And yep. you, the, the kind of lore of it is that you're pushing some, you know, like a satellite yeah. to be mounted in the, yep. in the rocket. Yeah. And the set is just like... The rocket and some people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sick of that map. So I seem to play that map every other game at the moment. I'm bored of it. Done. We've been playing Rainbow Six recently. We have. We're getting it's back into Siege. Not good. No, I re realised that <laughs> the game's good. It took me about good. three months to get competent in that game. And <laughs> yeah. slow. I say slowly, flooding back. It's it's dripping back oh, into my head how to play this game. It is water torture. I'm yeah. I'm struggling <laughs> I'm so much. So bad at that game. It's incredible. We'll get there. We'll it's get there. It's such a great game, but it's it is that weird thing of when you're playing a game four years in, three or four years yeah. in, 
like the people who are playing invariably are not people trying to get back it into it. It's a very it. good game. Especially you know what I've also heard it's a very good game. Whoa! Your little quiz. My little quiz. That you teased earlier. Yeah. You've teased it as an incredible game. I think it's a great game and it comes courtesy of Sam Walsh. I'm going to find the document Thank that you, I've Sam. got. Um, so this is our new section, The Endless Search, working title. And it's uh, our, our continuous search for a game as good as Keyword Countdown. Um, may never happen. It may never it happen. May never Some happen. say it was done in a week. Yes. Um, but Rome wasn't built in a day. But fuck me, we don't have the time that Rome had. That's true. I can't believe we didn't talk about the Bross documentary. <laughs> We've got to do that. That <laughs> is another Christmas highlight. That was, yeah. I, I only good. watched it the other night. It is oh, quite something. Word. And I was on the embankment today as well. I don't know if you saw my Instagram story. Oh, I didn't. Did a little joke about Big Ben, the embankment, <laughs> cab drivers. Big Ben. <laughs> I can't see Big Ben at the minute. You can't. Yeah, it's well, you, you know, you couldn't see it unless what? you went inside anyway. I hate that. I, Don't they, be I that did the person. thing that I hate people say that Big Ben is not the tower. Yes, and I, I did know it. that. Right. Yeah. I hate that. Good filling. Hate Let's myself. not talk about right. that. Good filling. Yeah, What's good the game filling called, whilst Joe? I try and oh, find the game. The game is called What You Search For. What You Search For. What you search for. What you search for. It's what you search for. Sam Walsh is a trends curator at Google News Lab. You know, sometimes when someone writes in, you're like, they're smarter than me. (laughs) (laughs) That's Sam Walsh. Um, he said, hello boys, hope you're doing well. I listened to podcast 469 the other day where you were asked for ideas for a new game for the end of an episode. I work at Google Trends and I thought I could have a decent bash at turning some of our data into a little quiz for you lot. Ooh. Right. Uh, me and Sam have since collaborated because he gave a few different ideas for how we'd use Google Trends data. Okay. And I liked his first idea the most. So I've got five uh, questions that relate to Google Trends. Okay. The rules are... You, uh, we're going to alternate. I'll work that out in a second. I found I'm having the same trouble you have. Yeah, it's not easy, is it? Um, <laughs> I'm in a pop. I, w- I watched, so brief segue, brief segue, yeah. tangent even. Um, I watched, I said my game is very similar to Nick Knowles's In It To Win It. I made a mistake. It was Nick Knowles's Who Dares Wins <laughs> from oh. National Lottery. And I watched, I watched a bit of an episode on YouTube. He concisely explains that game in two sentences. That's incredible. Right. So I'm going to memorize what he says for next Fair time. play. Or just play his audio. Okay. Right. Knowles. Yes. What I'm giving you is a question yes. related to searched for items on Google yep. in the UK specifically. Yep. That's just for consistency's sake. Yeah. Uh, so what we've got, uh, I'll give you, let's just do one. Yes. That's the easy I, way I to think do that's it, isn't the easy, it? So what yeah. we have to guess. What? So I'm going to give you a question. Who's first? Ex- uh, let's go you first on this one. Okay. Excluding the starting roster, which Super Smash Bros. Ultimate characters are the most searched in the UK this week? What does that mean, including starting? So there are eight characters that you start with in Smash. Now, if you don't know what they are, that's your fault. That's That's it. I've not played fucking Smash. Well, I mean, guess who those might be. Most searched for. Right. So do we have... Now, so I've got a top ranked top ten list. Yep, yep, yep. If you guess the number one character on that list, you get ten points. Right. If you guess the number ten character, you get one point. alternately. So it's almost like Family Fortunes. Yeah, it's it's in... I love it. It's in that realm. Very good. I'm going to give you two guesses each on each of the five lists. Okay. And then we'll add up the points at the end. Okay. Yeah? So smashes. And how many... Sorry, what was the... How many people in the starting roster? Uh, There are eight in the starting roster, and you're guessing which characters who aren't in that starting roster have been searched for. I get that. Right. Yep. Sorry, what's the time frame on this? In, uh, the, in last, the last week. Last week. Okay. Uh, the time frame changes on all of them, which is part of the brilliance, okay. I think. Okay. Sam's wicked. All right. I'm going to go my first guess, Link. Link is in the starting roster. <laughs> should play Smash. Um, I'm going to go Joker from Persona just because he was recently announced. Not in the list. Oh, God, oh, zero, zero. Sake. You've got one guess in the news. Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong is also in the starting eight. Oh, for God's sake. Pikachu. Pikachu is also in the starting eight. (laughs) I did not think Pikachu is in the starting eight. I think he is. Well, I haven't got the starting eight here, but he's certainly not on this list. I'll go through the top ten. Number one, Zelda. Number two, Cloud. Three, Sonic. Four, Snake. I'm not going to keep saying the numbers. Bayonetta, Bowser, Mewtwo, Krom, 
Ridley and Luigi. So my next guess was going to be Bowser. Well, but I, thought, I would have thought I was he con- would have been I was in the convinced Pete was I, not an original I think one. you'll be better at question two. Okay. Do you have a, you have a sense of the game? Yes. Yeah, right. I know exactly We're what's going on. Wrong. I'm just terrible and at it. And how <laughs> many how many guesses do we get? You get two, two each two on each, each list. Right. Got it. Um, I've got, I'm going to swap. Be, maybe it should be three. No, I'm going to because otherwise that's ten. That's like loads of guesses. Um, right. You're going to go first this time. Okay. Cardi, I should Hello. say, for the audio media. Okay, it's fine. The top searched, and I came up with this one, I'm quite happy. Ooh. The top searched Star Wars characters in the UK since the release of Force Awakens. Okay. okay. Since, Skew that data, baby. Since Force Awakens, Han Solo. Han Solo is number five. So that's six points to okay. Cardi. Mm. Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren is number three. Ooh. Eight points. So there's still one and two to get. Uh, Leia. Leia Organa is number eight. That's Ooh, three points. <laughs> that was going to be my next guess. Yeah. She, I thought she'd be everywhere saying she's, exactly. she's all right, dead. All right, all yeah. <laughs> uh, In that case, I'm going to go left field. BB-8. BB-8 is number seven. Four <laughs> points. You have one that round. It doesn't skew it that much. Darth Vader, number one. Oh, Luke Skywalker, number two. Kylo Ren, as we know, number three. Yeah. Rey, Han Solo, Yoda, BB-8, Leia, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Number 10, Supreme Leader Snoke. I, I get players that low. I bet you Carrie Fisher, high. Yeah, yeah. that's it. So what is the... Sorry, what is the... Is it just these names as search, or is it in relation to Star Wars? I believe it's in relation to Star Wars, because okay. that's how I... So that's why I think we're smashed because Peachy might have been searched for Pokemon reasons. I might be wrong. Okay. But this is this is how Sam's presented the data. Do I not question the game, Simon. I'm just trying to work out what's going on. Okay. Uh, you're first again. Okay. This one. The top searched Black Mirror episode in the UK since the series began. So that's since I don't know what the very first episode. Uh, you can say okay. like the concept and I'm sure we can get there. Since since they began. Yeah, since right, the okay. cha- first Channel 4 series. Yep. Right. Uh, San Junipero. That's number four. Ooh. Seven points. Um, nosedive. That's number seven. That's four points. Uh, I don't know what it's called, but the first episode with the uh, Prime Minister pig fucking. Uh, that is not on here. Oh. So did you say this is up until this week? When was this was collated? This was collated last night. Bandersnatch. Bandersnatch is number one. Ten points. That's higher than every single episode. It's all the, the way most through. searched for Black Mirror episode ever already. That's what happens wow. when in the you UK. Release it by itself, isn't it? It's also what happens when it's something that called actually that has as well. unlocks. Yes. Yeah. Like things you need and to And it's called Black Mirror Bandersnatch as well. That's it, isn't it? That's two each. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, because you got a zero in there, so I didn't All write right. it down. Jesus. <laughs> uh, so, let's do some quick maths. You're on 23. Mm. You're on 19. Oh, close. <laughs> They're much lower than they should be, because you should have got some fucking smash points. Well, <laughs> that makes it tense. Okay. Which Assassin's Creed game is the most searched in the UK since the franchise began? That's, it's me first. Yep. Yes. Since... Since it began, Black Flag. Number one, oh, ten man. points. That's huge Jesus. from Cardi. Origins, Origins. <laughs> Number seven. Oh man, four points. I'll go for three. That's number three. Yeah. Eight right. points. It's yeah. a big shout. Number two. Number two is nine points. It is second in the list. High scoring from the boys. I thought Origins would have been higher because, you know, that was the the comeback. The resurgence. I've just realised I didn't do the full Black Mirror list, so let's quickly go through that. Bandersnatch, White Bear, Hang the DJ, San Junipero, White Christmas, Crocodile, Nosedive, Metalhead, Playtest, and 15 Million Merits. Mm -hmm. And then Creed, Black Flag, uh, Assassin's Creed 2, Assassin's Creed 3, Unity, Presumably because of all the glitches. That yeah, was the maybe. one with the mad yeah. face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Revelations, Brotherhood, Origins, Syndicate, Odyssey, and the original. Hmm. 
There and the final list. Yeah. And I think you're going to start this one because you're on lower points. Okay. That's what I think. Okay. That's what how I the, think we do it. What's the point difference? Uh, or is it too hard to add up quickly? It was. It's four. loads. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be asked. Uh, this one's my favourite. Okay. The top searched for meal deal retailer <laughs> in the UK in the last 15 years. Oh, last 15 okay. years. Yeah. I've got 10 meal deal retailers written down here. <laughs> does that include... And I, I properly giggled to myself when I came up with this one. <laughs> does that include, like, a happy meal from McDonald's? No, we're talking more um, supermarket right. meal right. deal type Fine. stuff. Okay. Your, your classic yeah. £3 or... Gotcha, rather than the value meal. Yeah. Right, got it. Tesco. Number two. Oh. Nine points. I'm going to go slightly left-field. Boots. See, that would be my first guess, and it is number three. Oh. Eight points. I'm going to have to go Sainsbury's. Sainsbury's is number six. Oh, shut up. Oh. Five points. Number one for the meal deal. I think, because I'm adding this up like a maniac, I'm pretty sure you've won, but I want to hear it. I want to hear a number one. I wonder if it's a weird one or not, because I want to take a mad guess. Meal deal. Do you know what? Let's go Subway. That's number eight. Three points. Right. What's number one? Number one's M&S. Oh, I, I don't even Marks think about the M&S meal deal. M&S. It's expensive. It's overrated. Yeah. M&S, Tesco, Boots, Waitrose. I didn't even know they did one. That no. seems too low class for them. Co-op, Sainsbury's, Asda, Subway. Co-op is Co-op. higher than Sainsbury's. Yeah. Subway, go. Morrison's and Greg's. Greg's. I didn't um, know they did a meal deal. Oh, yeah, it's quite good, actually. You can get those baguettes. Um, yeah, that's your meal deal retailers. I love that. I think that's fantastic. That's another good game. Sam has also offered to do it on a regular basis if we wanted to, but we're going to do some more, but hard, we may well come back. keep track of the scores. Yeah, well, I just need more uh, software. But let's quickly what, add calculator. this up. You talk for a bit. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah, I was going to say game, yeah. What's your favourite M&S sandwich, Simon? M&S sandwich. Do you know what? As a kid, I and I still do love it, always used to go and get the prawn mayonnaise. Simple man. Simple needs. I'm not that's simple. Like, but that's like Creeper's favourite sandwich was a ham and cheese Ham and cheese on, on white. white. <laughs> on white. Yeah. Well, it's like, and again, as I said all those years ago, not even a baguette. No. I can't think of many sandwiches where I'd opt for white bread over a brown or a granary. I Well, I do like a chicken and stuffing sandwich on white on bread because it that has to work. have that stodgy. No, actually, I do know. Bacon sandwich, white bread. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Any yeah, kind of yeah. breakfast, fresh breakfast sandwich. Yeah. Yes. Brown bap no on a bacon sandwich. Come on. Don't be so ridiculous. Love it. Anyway, Cardi, yes. 52 points. Well done. That sounds 46 big. points for oh, Alex. Close. Yeah. Was close. It was close. Well done, Simon. Uh, Thank you. Do you want to try out the other quest- question types that Sam came up with that I rejected as part of this the main quiz? Why not? Let's Is do one or two. Understand? Oh, yeah, much, oh, you're going to do it. These are much us. easier right, to okay. understand. Yes. Uh, which was more searched? So this is higher or lower? Ooh. Which was more searched for in the UK in 2018? Crimes of Grindelwald or Black Panther? Black Panther. It was Black Panther. Yeah. This isn't competitive. Oh, this is, this is just let's just no. let's just yeah. chat, let's just have baby. some fun. Which was I like this one? Which was more searched in the UK in 2012? Lincoln or Abraham Lincoln Vampire Slayer? It's going to be Abraham Lincoln, just because it was absurd. It's Vampire Slayer. All right. Which was more searched for in the press? Uh, in the Prestige in the UK in 2006. Oh. The Prestige or Pan's Labyrinth? 2006. Is that when they came out? Yeah. yeah. Well, Prestige. I'll go Pan's Labyrinth. It's the Prestige. Oh. Bigger and, director. And a bonus question. It's one of the few films I think is better than the Prestige. I like this because it's based on the search terms themselves. Do you think Pan's Labyrinth is better than the Prestige? I do. Yeah. I can, I'm nearly there. They're very good films. What film have people in the UK been asking these questions about this week? Is it based on a true story? Is it scary? What are the creatures? Bird Box. Bird Box. Oh. Is it based on a true story? story. Right. That's mad. I like the search terms one. But oh, yeah. That, that's another film that I watched over Christmas. Oh, is it? I thought it was. I thought I Sandra Bullock it. was great. I thought the rest of it was Can't a bit forgettable. be asked, no. <laughs> frankly. No. Uh, Sam. That's fantastic. Thank what you, you very what much, What you search Sam. for is a real winner. 
Uh, and we're going to try out some more, but we yeah. may come back to it one day because Jesus. Yeah, and feel free to keep sending your games to IGN oh, yeah. UK underscore. No, I've got it wrong. Oh. IGN underscore UK feedback. Come on, Simon. IGN.com. Um, we're always welcome for more games. We've got tons already, but there's always room for more. I mean, a few of them are just quizzes. <laughs> like, but I think it'd be funny <laughs> if we read that out one day. It's like, here's a good idea from making up a name, John Smith. Mm-hmm. Could be someone there, couldn't it? Um, <laughs> and he's come up with a quiz. Yeah, it's just <laughs> so, a normal quiz. It's ten <laughs> questions on a theme. There you go. Um, but yeah, feedback. We actually have some feedback this week. We've got we? some, and it's not just games. Not um, I'm going to go first, just because it's there. Uh, hello, chaps. Francis here. Hope you're well and that you had a lovely Christmas and New Year. Uh, he says some nice things that I'm going to skip because I'm I did have a lovely humble. Christmas. Thank you very much, Francis. Sadly, says Francis, I am too boring and unimaginative to provide ideas for the endless search. However, as you asked us what our most anticipated films, games and TV series of 2019 are, I will gladly contribute my ideas for that. Francis wrote so many things for this and he apologised at the Wordsmith. end. Wordsmith. I've chopped it down to a couple um, in each category. Films. How to Train Your Dragon 3. I love the first How how to Train Your Dragon films. First two How to Train Your Dragon films. I'm looking forward to seeing if the last one is just as strong as the other two. Hopefully we'll get another consistent and great trilogy on our hands. I'm looking forward to that a lot as well. I watched the first two over Christmas. Yeah. Incidentally. And yeah, very much enjoy them. I think like that's a weird undersung franchise for how successful If I was 10 years old, that would be what... It would be your favourite thing. It would be like My Toy Story, if maybe. That's it. It seems like a very... Yeah. I've, I've only seen the first one, and I saw like a weird chunk of the third at a press event. Yeah. And like, that looks... It looks incredible, yeah. like the way it's presented. Well, see, nuts. I watched the first one, I was like, oh, good, I've caught up in the story, I can look forward to the third. And I realised there's about five series of 16 episodes of a TV series. Oh, my God. It takes place in between one and two. Oh, wow. There's so Surely. much of it. You don't need it, no. but it's there. If you're a kid, you're loving it, universe. Uh, he also wants to see John Wick 3, which he fails to point out has the subtitle <laughs> Parabellum, <laughs> which is the stupidest subtitle ever. Uh, fantastically outlandish action films. I can't wait to see John Wick's take on... Uh, sorry, I can't wait to see John Wick take on all the assassins. Photo revealed him shooting an assassin on a motorbike while riding a horse. I'm sold already. Uh, games. He's into the next Pokemon game. Uh, he's not expecting a Breath of the Wild style evolution, but he is hoping for a full third person view in a larger world, which I agree with. I imagine if it was open world, like just, proper. Just imagine the next Breath of the Wild. Oh, yeah. Oh I'd love that God. too. Um, Sekiro Shut Shadows up, Die Cardi. Twice. I didn't say anything. It's your stupid face. <laughs> <laughs> Sekiro Shadows <laughs> Die Twice, because he likes. Uh, Bloodborne is the top three games of this gen. Yep. Uh, and he expects nothing less than an excellent game. Hear that, Miyazaki. Also. Death Stranding is coming out after The Last of Us 2, and The Last of Us 2 may be a 2019 game, he says, to answer our query. And uh, just to finish, TV series. Hate to disappoint. I don't really watch TV series. Just not into them. No worries. <laughs> no worries. So thank you very thank much, you. Francis. Thank you. the longer art form. I can appreciate that. Yeah. More uh, concise. I've got an email from Rob Patchett, who says, I love the podcast. He moved to Japan a year ago, and it's nice to be able to listen to some English and Welsh voices every week. Mm-hmm. Got something. Yeah. Some bad news. <laughs> Uh, so somebody is visiting them uh, from England at the end of April and he wants some recommendations for Blu-rays to ask to bring to them. Surely there must be digital downloads or something like that that you can get in. He's a, he's a but fan then of physical if media. If you're connecting to online services, there'll be region specific. Maybe. So maybe yeah. it's hard to get English films. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, apparently we have good taste in films. Correct. Uh, and he's out the loop on recent releases. Obviously the prestige goes without saying. So uh, he wanted uh, The Witch... Oh, he's yep. Good yeah. I mean, the witch, the witch is fantastic. Yep. I thought it was okay. Oh, it's amazing. Come it's, on. Yeah. I, well, I watched it's it in quite a loud cinema. Oh, that's it, no it was. Um, we were actually we were in the US um, with a lot of our San Francisco people, mm. and it was quite a cool cinema where you could have food and drinks at the same time. Oh yeah. But the problem with that is you just got someone who's serving people walking past the screen. Is that the one in Letchworth? No, it was in San Francisco. Oh, in San Francisco. Sorry, I missed that bit. I was reading his email again. No, no. There is one that's in Letchworth. Okay, right. And that's quite near you. Um, <laughs> but, well, there's one in Berkhamsted. Oh, is there? Yes. Fair play. I've got a couple of recommendations. I think First Man comes to Blu-ray Ooh, soon. Oh, yes. I'd recommend that. And I haven't seen it yet, which is a big faux pas from me, but I know Spider-Verse comes to Blu-ray in April. That's exactly oh, what so I was that, about to say. that would be one to get over to you, I imagine. got to watch Spider-Verse. He also said, uh, really apparently do. we recently spoke about a film called Overlord, um, but the only thing you could find about that was an anime and a World, World War II film. Isn't well, that the, it is a World War II film, but it's yeah, got it's the zombies, zombies in one. it. Yeah. 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 I'm not aware of that. 
when that is out on uh, Blu-ray. It must be around similar time to Spy. Must be. If I had to guess, early March. Why not? <laughs> um, what recent releases? I mean, if you haven't seen Arrival, I think that's one of the best films of recent years. Yes, absolutely. Like, get on Arrival as mm. soon as possible. Although, um, if you've got Netflix, it is on there by now. But Yeah, and Amazon, I think it's on both. If you've got a VPN, just get a VPN and get Netflix. <laughs> that's a good idea. Um, yeah. Nord, I hear, is good. I don't know, sometimes on our website. I've no idea. Um, <laughs> what else is there? What's good? It's a lot of good films. Uh, there is a list called the SciMDB. <laughs> Have a look on there. Publicly available. Uh, on letterboxd.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're going for, like... If you like The Witch, I reckon you'd like... Hereditary. Hereditary. Barbarian Sound Studio. Yes. That's mad. What's the new Halloween like? I've not Good. seen the new Halloween. I very much enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It's worth getting. If you like those creeping horror, Kill List. Yes, And I love uh, Kill Field List. in England as well. Yeah. Field in England is probably closer to The Witch. Yeah, but Kill List is better. Yes. Kill List is disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. so good. Also, uh, I'd recommend Drive which is a nice little segue to the next piece of feedback, which is from Dillian Hetrick. Dillian? That yes. says Dylan, mate. Dylan, sorry. <laughs> Dillian? <laughs> I don't know what I'm on. Sorry, Dylan. <laughs> I'm seeing I's where I'm seeing L's. Oh, God. <laughs> um, says, hello, IGN UK team. Hello. Hello. I wanted to put an upcoming 2019 TV show on your radar in case you haven't heard of it. Mm-hmm. Too old to die young. I haven't heard of it. Tell me about it. Put it on my radar. I have heard of it, and I am very interested, Joe. It'll be an Amazon Prime original show created by Nicholas Winding Refn. Oh, I'm out. <laughs> You're not a fan? <laughs> Director of Drive, Neon yep. Demon, Only God Forgives, and Bronson. I, Bronson? Yeah, oh, Bronson's I very him. good. Yeah. Drive, I think, is exceptional. It's you don't right. sound like you like it's it. It's fine. Uh, I haven't seen Neon Demon yet. Neither Only God I. Forgives is an interesting film. It's fucking shit. With, with, <laughs> but has some of the some absolutely gorgeous shots. Oh, he knows shots. how to shoot something. And from the teaser trailer to For Too Old to Die Young, it looks more like Drive than Only God Forgives, but somewhere in the middle. And it has that sort of nice, colourful imagery mm. that he likes going for. But also that weird sort of that ultra violence mixed with seediness. Yeah. Mm. That he loves you know, a bit of that. You can see why Kojima loves him so much. Yes, you can. Um, <laughs> oh. well, it's very he's much quite seedy and into ultraviolence. That's just true. Yeah. Did you see Quiet? Wow. <laughs> That's a woman who shoots people who wears no clothes. I, <laughs> it sums up his aesthetic. She wears some clothes. But, uh, mm. Not many. Dylan says here he explores the criminal underbelly of Los Angeles by following characters' ecstasy. Uh, I can't say the word. Existential. Existential journeys from being killers to becoming samurais in what? the city of angels. That's not what it's about. You'll love characters it. Characters' existential from being killers to becoming samurais. Is it set in like a weird time? I don't know. All I've done is watch the trailer and notes by old Nicky Boy. That actually so, sounds better than most of yeah. his Says so he's a fan of Nicholas uh, Winding Refn's work and is totally looking forward to this. I'm colour me intrigued. I will definitely give it a go, but with I do find him hit or miss. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, honestly, Only God Forgives is, I think, the closest I've come, out, come to walking out of the cinema really? since... The Goods Live Hard, Sell Hard, which really? is one of the worst films I've ever seen. I don't know what's the worst film I saw at the cinema. Please send in your feedback. Worst fi- film you've ever seen That's at the cinema. That's very good. Yeah. I, the one that sits out I to me is... I think we may have done it before, but it is good. Let's do it again. The worst one I remember is X-Men Apocalypse. I hated that film. You didn't I like big blue was, Oscar Did you walk out there? I didn't because I was with people. Yeah. If I've I was on my own. No, I don't think I could. Because I'd at least sit there and yeah. half watch it, but... No, I, I thought it was absolutely terrible. Mm. Like, how to even make Oscar Isaac that bad is is a that is quite something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was awful. Oh, I just I've seen something. the Holiday with Jack Black in the cinema. People love that. I watched that over Christmas. Not for yeah. me. Not for <laughs> me. I um, I, I just remember the film I watched over Christmas, Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Oh, wicked! It's good, I, isn't it? I, I love that. Really I do need to watch it. Yeah, you could see why it was being pitched as a TV series. Yeah, because it's. Yeah. Doesn't feel like one film, but it's just really fun. The, the, the opening chapter is superb. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, exceptional. It's it's a great little thing. Lovely. Well, yeah. Is that everyone? Yeah, well done. Oh yeah, Rob Patchett. Lots of people say I sound like Joe Cornish. That was his PS, and I don't hear it, but apparently I do. Uh, I do you know I could get that a little. I just think he sounds a lot like Louis Fru, but then I yeah. don't think you sound like Louis Fru, so no. I don't know what's going on. Really, um, we are. Let, let's let's tease it. We're working on a way 
to prove that I am not Joe Cornish. That would be lovely. Wouldn't that be a lovely day? Yes, it would. He's applied for the role. He has. <laughs> Hollywood's not working out <laughs> yeah. for the lads. We're getting him and this guy called Adam Buxton in. Oh my, don't even do that. I'm just um, thinking about it now. <laughs> um, yeah, please send us in your game suggestions, the worst films you've seen at cinema. Maybe think of some way of combining those two into one giant Ooh. mess. <laughs> Great. <laughs> but thank you for listening and goodbye. See you later. Sweet dreams. <laughs> <laughs>